0: three two one
1: wonderful beautiful people god bless you this is pj on the morning fellowship and as you know if you can hear then you got to call somebody to also come in here god bless you for tuning in stay tuned and let's do what we got to do god bless you so much thank you and i love you
0: is a lamp unto my feet and a lamp i unto my feet, and a
2: light until my When
0: I feel afraid, think I've lost my way.
2: Still,
0: you're there, right beside me.
2: Nothing will I fear
0: as long as you are near.
3: Please be near me to the end, thy word
2: is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my bear, thy word
0: is a lamp unto my feet,
2: and a light unto
1: so, if you listen to the word of God and still you don't have the pure conscience, you are lacking the ability to love God.
2: My heart forever
0: is one to bring. Jesus be my
2: guide.
0: You hear
1: PJ? You, you hear him already? You hear
3: I will love you too.
1: The choice of the Father. Let us also make a choice of fulfillment. When I listen to TV in morning fellowship, I know my when morning is going
2: well.
1: When you start approaching God with a pure mind. He starts approaching you with a clean light. Your imaginations oh, the are the best the one of one your friends.
4: <laughs> Be in my mouth. This is our posture. So we say every time it's worship time. <speaking in Spanish> Da fa le no no ma ida La tan di fa le che so no 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 no
1: I sent to PJ when the morning emerges. Tf- I know
4: when morning is here. We join the angels to sing hallelujah. when me reyo the high priest, you'll full sacrifices. No bro, no, 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 Oh, got yeah, me too my brother won't need it me too my won't it to Yerkey, Oh, Yes, Let coupon to Frisa wo ni yami damba pro ni angu pangua dada ni nyansa aso o nidieni nyansa suminia wodin afata wo jisa so nidieni nyansa ah yeshi rabo yatontu wodada nidieni nyansa aso When
1: well, I listen to PJ in the morning, station. I, I
4: know the morning is gonna last. <laughs> Semi tumi humi, mamin saso dia Wofato, nyam kropon yeji wayo Semi kai bebiya, wofa yefriya Wosasi do, nyam kropon yeji wayo Mayen anti Yes, let the church sing Yes, she roo Ye tum tumo, dada Nidie ni nyasi Esse wo, ni die ni niansa. Esse wo, ni Esse Asida, asido, sit asida. sit asida. Enkaona me Thanksgiving, you deserve it. Asida. Asida, Come I sit down Me. Oh, thanksgiving is due you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, I see down, I As down, suso, sit down, I sit down, I sit down, I sit no, no, no it's all money I see the go. I see the we sit on the throne. I see the I see that. In come on, sit on the throne. I see I sit down, I sit down, I sit down in Kaomi. I want in Kaomi strength and wisdom is due you, Lord. I want in any idea, being to me, I sit down. Asitoo sido. Yeah 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 Asida ni ni tie, ni nyansa ni nyao dia. Asitoo I see thanksgiving is due you Lord i and for all the things we are about to see I sit down I see oh I see do I see and ka o na me ayeyi you need and to me I see that and ka I want to I see that. Say a near you. I sit down for all that you are about to do, Lord. Say a and in you will learn to praise in advance, God, because say a you you know, I sit down. Asi da Asi In kao me ya ben koum soa Asi do Asi do Asi me Home look to our left Asi do Asi do Asi and in all things we give thanks. I sit down in Kaun Yami. I ye down. No, 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 give me permission utima unyamia utimase nyina mami uyapatangwaje kwa mabubuwa wapotome mami potansu nyamia potansu enyamini wo utini apandindin i want you for nyina njana betwa wo mala enda wasi ayemrewai intiwu memputu enim ya rituya ya sedaka ajere yuyayo betu ya ya sedaka ama wi o lord ye sinayen kamsu wa to ye membe betio ultima funamya wudi ase nginama yeng patakuwa jetwa baukwai oko ya funi na O God. o tan <imitation> sunyamia o dansu enyameni mwe eh dini apa ndindi afuti foni na jwan o udini ya siapre o maye da wa sianyumre yamrewa ntji wo ma butu sidaka Ya, ya see Daka, Ya, de ya, 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 se ya, 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 in your oh, Go and forget all these benefits. You see that A doctor for you
1: your value in life depends on what is stored up in your mind, your predicts the future you have. When, when I, I listen
4: was to PJ on the morning and fellowship yin-pa, yin-pa. I know my is good and blessed Nansu nya mia Kupo bebi ya Guma yemo ya Wato doye be prebeji o, uye odi ma funyamiya, udi yansi mina mayen, pata kuwa chikuwa baoboa, woku ye kunyina mayen, uye odam su nyamia odam su minimwe, udi ni abandin dinga, au tifo ni nejali betwa o, udi ni dashi amre, umayen zawasi amrewa
1: precious father? We give a praise, we give a glory and adoration, Father. We are so grateful. That you are our God That you are our Father And that you chose us To be in this world Just to worship you And to give you praise and glory At every time of our lives Praise and glory indeed belong to you Lord And we give it all to you And we take nothing for ourselves of your glory And of your praise O Lord we honor you today, Lord, from the altar of our hearts As we give you worship And as we give a praise, Lord You are honored upon the earth You are honored in the heavens You are honored in everything we do, Lord And our hearts are full of your praise and your glory Thank you What do we have that you didn't give to us Lord What do we have That you did not give to us Thank you for everything You've given us Thank you for everything You are giving And thank you for everything you plan to give But above all Thank you for being who you are Honestly, Father, there's nobody, nobody, no other God but you. We are very grateful, very grateful, very grateful for your unfailing love, for your mercy, for the gift of life. We praise your holy name. Thank you for The wonderful precious people that listen And are part of the morning fellowship father I thank you for their lives I give a praise for what You are doing in their lives and What you plan to do in their lives I bring them before you father that you will continue to let your will be done in their lives. I bring them to you, Father, that you will continue to establish your counsel in their lives. If there be any hard thing, if there be any hard thing, if there be any difficult thing, if there be anything that looks like impossible, In their lives We trust your arm That is able to do And to deliver And I know you would Bless them mightily Even through whatever they are going through Praise and glory to your name And I thank you I thank you I thank you for blessing them Lord I thank you for naming them with your name that they are called children of God. Who are we to have deserved that? But thank you. Thank you for the blood of Jesus and thank you that the blood of Jesus was always speaking great things in their lives. Glory and hallelujah. Hallelujah.
4: Hallelujah. Oh uh, a uh, uh,
1: Blessings to you, family. Thank you for making time and thank you for. Your special Love And support For the radio and also for The morning fellowship God bless you so much And that's my prayer that you always see the glory of God in your life. Good morning, Josie. Thank you for your message. And I have a message here. It says, Amen, powerful. God bless you. Good morning, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning to you too. God made the heavens and the earth as we are aware well of. As we are aware of God made the heavens and the earth And There is a reason why God Did what he did I want to Further explain the character of God As I started last week Just like um, Josie said She said we understand God's his heart <laughs> So Let me try to make it more more clear the thing is that the more you you explain the more the more um uh, the more harder it, it, it gets <laughs> because uh things about god are not easy to understand but if you were able to get to understand the character of God it's it's a good is a good way to start um connecting yourself to God very well. And then you'll be able to move deeper into your fellowship with Jesus Christ because then you are beginning to have some clarity on some one or two things. You see when we try to Look at God from the human understanding We will never, never understand God But if, like the Bible says, God is spirit And they that worship him must worship him In spirit and in truth So, you first of all have to Educate yourself into seeing god from a, a more spiritual perspective in that way if you have any example in the flesh it's it's more connected well than just you know being very carnal and very human about the things of god like a lot of god's children do you know like paul said that those that are led by the spirit of god these are The sons of God, those that are led, they are led by the Spirit of God. And as I was saying, there is a reason and there is a purpose why God made the heavens and the earth. Why God created the, the world and why the earth was chosen by God as the planet where we should be, you know, and it's, it's not easy, for example, that God will make, you know, the world and put us here. And as human beings, we are expected to fulfill what God once fulfilled. You know, like you told Adam, subdue the earth and... Have dominion. And Adam failed. Adam failed because it's not easy pleasing God. And it's not easy maintaining and being fruitful in what God has given you to do. Because sometimes you may not understand. For example, let's look at, if you look at Amos chapter 3 verse 6, I'll find another um, time that we will go very deep into who God is. I tell you, he is very loving but very scary. (laughs) For example, Amos chapter 3 verse 6. Shall there be evil in a city? And the law? Had not done it. Surprising, right? Let me read. Let me read it well for you. Amos chapter three. Let me just start from verse one. Let me just start from verse one, so you understand. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel. Against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, You only have I known all the families of the earth. This is God telling the Israelites, You only have I known of all the families of the, of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Can, you, can two walk together unless they agree? Will a lion roar in the forest when he has no prey? Will a young lion cry out of his den and if he has caught nothing? Verse 5. Will a bird fall into a snare on the earth where there is no trap for it? Will a snare spring up from the earth if it has caught nothing at all? Verse 6. If a trumpet is blown in the city will not the people be afraid if there is calamity in the city will not the lord have done it <laughs> surely the lord god does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants the prophets this is hard this is hard this is hard will there be a calamity in the city will not will not the lord have done it so like god is asking is there any thing evil like the old kingdoms would say evil is this in a city and the lord didn't do it he surely The Lord God does nothing Unless he reveals his secret To his servants The prophet (laughs) Meaning sometimes The evil things That we see around us God actually Let them be Sometimes the, the things that you see happen in your life. That is why we had to handle this in two ways. The first one is like on what we discussed discussing the character of God. And the next one was the, like we did on the Sunday. The altar. So apart from the altar, there are some things that happen in our lives. And they happen because God God. Allow them to. He says, "Can there be calamity in the in the city that and the, the Lord didn't do it?" He says, "Can it be in the that there's something in the city that I didn't do it?" Yeah. It's it's very possible. It's very possible. The Apostle Paul said the same thing that God allowed the devil to beat him and because of that he has a weakness in his his life he says there was a thorn in my flesh this guy was really struggling serving God and establishing churches and raising leaders and training believers and God had instructed the devil to go to go and whoop the guy up, yeah. And then he was. He said he prayed about it three times, and the Lord said to him, "My strength is made perfect in your weakness." The weakness that God actually gave him. So now, with the answer God gave him, we get to know the reason why God allowed the devil to beat Paul up to buffet him. To give him a weakness where Paul would totally rely on God for every provision of his life. Because Paul had seen everything they had to see that had to be seen in the realms of the Spirit. He had been to the third heavens. He He had seen dead people come alive. He himself had come alive and He knew a lot of things about the things of the Spirit. And God actually said, I'm going to let this guy have a weakness that I allowed it on him. Why would God do that? Sometimes, something that is very dear to your heart, something that is very special to you it can be a person it can be another thing god can just allow that thing to go he just he can allow it to be taken from you he can allow the devil take it from you why that is the character of god and job was very quick about it but later he started losing it Cause the first time he heard about his children and his, his, you know, everything that he had gone, Bible says he tore he tore up his clothes, his garment, and says, "Naked I came, naked I will go." It's like he understood these things that were happening to him. Like he knew he, had, he still had to give glory to God in a way. Until when he realized that no. I haven't done nothing wrong. Why is this thing happening to me so much? And then he started, you know, showing up that God is not fair. And God has not been just with him. Until God came up and started questioning him with hard questions for Job to repent. And then God restored him. Why, why would it happen that God would do that? Is there an evil in the city and the Lord didn't do it? That is Job chapter 3 verse 6. 7 says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophet. And the question is, does he reveal all the secrets? Does he mean that if you are a child of God and you are not a prophet or a prophetess, you cannot know the secrets of God? When you see A lot of Christians fail You see a lot of Christians fail It can even be um, Pastors Can even be anybody But I'm talking about Christians Whether pastor Whether apostle They are all Christians You begin to Like think that why? What happened? Why are they doing this and doing that? Sometimes you don't even know. Because it could be that God has allowed that weakness. God has allowed that kind of thing happening. And it is a shock. It's a shock. But that is God. You see, that is God. That is why Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Because that is who he is. And I want you to understand, as according to the Bible, God is very loving. He's special. He's sweet. But he is very dangerous. And that is what makes him God. He is very loving, he is a great father, but he is very dangerous. And we see the same thing in our lives. Your child that you beat, is you are the same person that feed that child. So one time, your child will be like, mommy, daddy is very wicked, look at how he is whooping me like that. The next thing is that you have gone to buy them Christmas, Christmas dress. Oh, I have the best mommy in the world. Look at what my mama got me. Look at what my mama got me. And the next minute, if the same child is, you know, misbehaving with what you bought for her or him, like the Christmas dress, and then the child is wearing it and it's not Christmas and the child wants to wear it, or the child is trying to, you know, do something dirty with it, you, you go and whoop the child again. But you just give the child a Christmas dress. And you're beating her or him again because the child is not handling well what you bought as a gift. So as a human being, if you can do this, what do you think God can do? <laughs> so today, mommy is sweet. Tomorrow, mommy is very wicked. Today, I have the best daddy in the world. Tomorrow, oh, I wish I was never born to this man. And that is that is human beings, and God can even be worse or better than that. Didn't God know that Adam and Eve were going to fail Him? He did. He did. Didn't Didn't God know? That the forbidden tree he's put in the garden was going to bring trouble. He did. And right from the foundations of the earth, Jesus was made ready to come and die. Meaning, God knew what he was going to do. When he was making Lucifer and gave him the glory of having the power of music, didn't God know that Lucifer was going to become a serpent? And the serpent is going to be called an old serpent, the devil, the dragon, the accuser of the brethren the destroyer of lives God knew it but he made Lucifer who who became Satan and is Satan now destroying lives God knew it and yet he brought you and I into this world Where Satan is powerful than human beings And he allowed us to be in this world The same world As the devil is And the devil actually Is the prince of this world Like Jesus said He says the prince of this world Is is coming And have nothing with him And he has nothing with me Jesus called Satan The prince of this world Because when Adam at the forbidden fruit. He exchanged his dominance on the earth and gave it to Satan. Satan is now like the landlord. Didn't God know it was going to happen? He knew it. So why did he allow it to happen? Remember when, what he said in Isaiah 54? He says that, I God, I made the blacksmith. Who who makes weapons, instruments of war? Let me open it for you and read it for you. Isaiah fifty four, I believe. Huh. Glory to God. Hmm. Is it verse seventeen? Yeah. Let's let me start from Isaiah fifty four verse 16 and and somewhere in 17. It says, Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Let me look for the old King James. Yeah. Behold, I have created a smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the the waster. That's what I was looking for. I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and the righteousnesses of me, see the Lord. Now, what kind of heritage is this? What kind of heritage is this? Are you Are you hearing me, somebody? What kind of heritage is this? He says, I made the blacksmith and the blacksmith he blows up coals, you know, like charcoal and all those things. Coals to 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 melt metals and then to make instruments for his work. So the blacksmith is doing his work, making instruments, and sometimes he's making instruments for people to go and kill others because you know the using you know the metals is 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 melting into different things. It can be for. Sword, spear, like people use for war in those days. And he says, I have I also created the waster to destroy the works of the blacksmith. Why will you create a blacksmith to, to be doing that? And then you, you create another person to destroy the sweat, the, the hard work of the blacksmith. And he says, But for you and I, his children. No weapon that is formed against us for shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against us in judgment says, "We shall condemn it." And he says, "This is the heritage of the children of God." In other words, I have given my children both suffering and winning, both suffering and. Uh, victory, you understand? Because we, the children of God, are going to have weapons forged against us. These weapons that are forged against us, the people that are forging the weapons against us were intentionally created by God to forge those weapons against us. Are you, are you getting it? He says, this is, this is the heritage of the children of God. He says, This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, say so the Lord. God has created somebody to forge weapons against you and I. And then he has given us something. He says, We shall condemn. The tongues, the tongues that will rise against us in judgment. But no weapon forged against us will prosper. So that means there will be weapons fighting against us. But he says the, the weapons will not prosper. In other words, the weapons are not supposed to be able to destroy us. But these weapons can cut us, can hurt us. Jesus says now I have given you power over all the power of the enemies over scorpions and serpents and the powers of the enemies and none shall by enemies hurt you if the, the scorpions the serpents the power of the enemies are not supposed to hurt us why were they created in the first place? it's like a, a whole destruction a whole disturbance they are not supposed to get us they are not supposed to hurt us they are not supposed to harm us but in essence they are hurting us and they are harming us if they were not hurting us and harming us why would jesus come and give us the name to use against all these weapons Because they they hurt us. Jesus himself came and he was healing people. These these sicknesses, Jesus was healing. One time he would say, Come out, you devil, and all that. So there, there are things that are hurting people. And he came, he says, I came to destroy the works of the devil. So actually, there was a devil, and the devil has works. And he says, I came to destroy. How do you understand God when he says I came to destroy as through Jesus Christ I came to destroy the works of the devil. You allowed the devil to be devil and you allowed him to attack your children and you have now come to destroy his works. Now Jesus came, he left we have the power of of the name of Jesus but the devil is still having more works to destroy us. And you know how many Christians have died as a result of the works of the devil? Is it because these Christians didn't know how to pray? It's not true. When when the firstborn of Bishop Dagiwod Mills died and he was preaching, he said, Look at me. My son is dead. It's as if I don't pray. It's as if God is punishing me. It's as if I have done something wrong. and he says death makes nonsense of everything death spoils everything do you, do you understand and someone will be sitting somewhere and say look at this man there wonderful work he's doing for god he's doing crusades in other countries he's training people to become pastors. He is planting churches. Why Why would this happen to him? Hey, then those of us who are not even doing anything much in God, then we are in trouble. And then people start getting scared, you know, and all that. Because if such a man will have such thing happen to him, then the rest, they are in trouble. That Then fear starts getting to people. So how do you understand God in all of these things? I want you to understand this, please. There are secrets. There are secrets. Behind all these things we are talking about. Secrets. Why Lucifer had to become the devil? There are secrets. Why Evil is going on. There are secrets. Did you know that when the when when the, when the devil attacks a child of God, this is a book I was reading by Rejoiner, and in the book he had visions, and and, and there was an explanation. I think. He says, Jesus gave him that explanation or an angel, where he said, when the devil kills a Christian, the devil the devil becomes weak. He himself and his camp they become very weak because they've killed a righteous person, and it adds strength and glory to God. So the the the, the, the weakness of the devil. Gives glory to God Like that was the picture So I was thinking about it I said how, how does it How does it make sense The devil knows that If I kill the children of God I get weaker But still he wants to kill the children of God And get weaker And then God gives, gets more glory you see, it doesn't make sense because you think of it in the physical realm, and then you get more confused, and you are like, "Then, what? What are we doing here?" That is why a lot of people say that we are toys. God is just tall, playing with us. He is playing with us, but he's not really playing with us. They are secrets that is why i said last week that you should ask god of his choices rather than you making the choices and asking god to bless your choices or prosper your choices is very dangerous is very dangerous For you to make your choices and ask God to bless your choices is very dangerous because I said there are secrets and so the choices you are making do you know the secrets behind those choices why were those options brought before you why were those opportunities brought before you and you made the choice and after making your choice or making your decision decisions you ask god to bless them for you how how do you know they are there he it's it's going to be as you want him to do it's very dangerous people of god it is very dangerous Why is it dangerous? Because there will be consequences of the choices you made. And then you are asking God to bless those choices which have consequences which at the end of it you might end up asking God why? Are you catching it? Am I am I making sense? It is it is very confusing what this word is. But if you can try to follow principles, As God has provided them. There will be a unique way out. Hallelujah. There will be a unique way out. These things are hard. Look at what what happened between God and Moses. This thing that happened between God and Moses. It's it's very strange and it's very 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 scary. Because this is this is this is Moses Whom God himself testified and said, Moses is the meekest man on earth. The most humble, most easygoing, most easy to flow with. The meekest man on earth. You can see how God loved Moses because like he said to Miriam and Aaron, he says, I speak If there be any prophet, I speak to that prophet in dreams and in visions. But with Moses, I speak with him face to face. Face to face. Mouth to mouth. That was how close God was with Moses. And yet, when Moses made a mistake in the instructions God gave him concerning the rod, the rock, and the water, God said to Moses, why did you strike the rock? I didn't tell you to strike the rock. Because of that, you will see Canaan But you will never get there. This is God, His His most loving Moses. And God said this to Moses: You will see, go come, go to the mountain. Look, look, have you seen Canaan? That is Canaan. Have you seen it? Yeah. But you will not go there. For what you have done, you will die. Choose. Joshua the son of Nun. And you. Go up to the mountain. And die. Listen. If God. After all the relationship. He had with Moses. Told Moses to go and die. You know what I'm talking about. Does God talk to you? I face to face, mouth to mouth. He was talking to Moses face to face, mouth to mouth. And he told Moses, go and die. Because the instructions I gave you, you have disgraced me. You have shamed me. Go and die. This guy in Ghana called Abraham Ben Moshe. I saw him on TikTok when he was in, at a radio station and he was saying something. And I realized that the guy is very confused. But physically or in the natural sense, it's like he was making sense. That's what he said. He says, Jesus said, when somebody sins against you in the same sin, forgive the person 70 times 7. That's correct, isn't it? Okay. Forgive the person 70 times 7. But why is it that when Adam and Eve sinned against God for the first time, God punished them? Now, let's even come to Moses. Why didn't God warn Moses? Don't do this again. Be careful. But he says, Go and die. It's like if God is not forgiving people in the same sin they do 70 times seven, why is he asking human beings to do that to do that thing 70 times seven? It's like what you are asking us to do, you are not doing. <laughs> you are asking us to forgive people on the of the same thing they do against us 70 times seven. You people do one thing, no, you are punishing them. So it's like He doesn't really believe in this Thing called Christianity and Bible And I've I've had Christians read the Bible And they get more confused Because ah, But that is not what we are seeing (laughs) See You as a parent You as an adult you made a lot of mistakes yet when your child makes a mistake you hate him or hate her do you hate yourself when you make a mistake the last time you made a mistake and you lost a very good chance with God or with something did you beat yourself You didn't beat yourself. You didn't hate yourself. But why do we hate our children? If you can answer it, then you have the answer for the seventy times 7 issue. (laughs) But let me share this with you. One of the most important things that every child of God should be able to do I have about 3 three things to talk about. See, God is much more attracted to those who just want to love him. Those who just want to serve him, those who just want to praise him. He's much more attracted to these people than those who are always asking and seeking help from him if you have two children one is always working seven the other one is always demanding which one of them will you be very attracted to yeah so god is very attracted if you can if you can have this character if you can build yourself with this mind that you are going to be the one of the people who just want to love god who just want to serve god you just want to serve god even with your life you want to serve god even if you have you lose everything you want to serve God god is more attracted to you Now, the dangerous thing about this thing is that the more God is attracted to you, the more the devil will fight you. That is why a lot of people like Christians don't want to do too much serving God thing. Too much God, God, God thing. Because they've seen it. The more you do things for God to love you, the more the devil strikes. But, that is what delights God. That is what gives God pleasure. That is what makes God happy. That you are serving him because you love him and you are ready to even die for serving him. He likes it. So what do you want to do? What is your choice? He likes it. He will bless you. He will bless you. But you will fight a lot of battles at the same time. Didn't God choose Saul to be king? Yet, the same God Told Saul, you are no more king because you have disobeyed me. Didn't God know when he was choosing Saul that Saul was going to disobey him? He knew. But as at the time, Saul was the one God was attracted to. <laughs> and it brought Saul too much fight, too much battles that the guy lost his sense of connection with God. God chose David. And David had too many battles. Too many. God blessed him, but he had too many battles. And that is the system. Family, that is the system. But God wants it that way for you and I. If it is the will of God that when we love him and we just want to serve him and we are not really into just asking things but we just want to serve him and love him and up to the end of our lives and we have to do it and it's going to bring too much battles to us and that is what God wants for us. He will bless us, but there will be battles. He will bless us, and there will be battles. And that is what he wants for us. If, it is that, if that is his will for us, what choice are you supposed to make? What choice are you supposed to make? If that is his will, Kala da brosada da ba kilo safradian dausada da ba hmm 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 he is all at the vrasude. Please, are you hearing? You see. Let me just use myself as an example and we we do this. Some people have said, Oh, as for you is very difficult to work with. As for you is very difficult to live with. As for you it's very difficult to do this, do this. No, no spiritual person is easy to live with. That is the first thing you should know. If you are spiritual. You can easily live and flow with a spiritual person. If you are not that spiritual, you have issues. Just as we have with God. For example, I have a calling. Let me give you this very simple example. I have a calling from God. This calling from God as a vision. Okay? What it means is that anybody who gets close to me is closer to me because of the vision. Apart from people who are closer to me or who come in my life for the sake of the vision God has given. Any other association, I don't give attention to it. You understand? If you are playing football and as you are playing the football, you are very busy playing the football, somebody somebody comes to the field and, and says let's play volleyball will you play it because you are busy with something so you don't have attention for other things that are not because of the vision now with respect to this if i realize that the people who are supposed to help the vision of god you see he gives the vision to one person and then others come to join that's how the system is one person will always say yes god and then other people will come and say yes with him but one person always has to accept and then others will come and follow like jesus said to the disciples You, follow me. You, follow me. Why? Because Jesus has said to God, send me and I will go. So one person always has to accept the vision. Accept the calling. So if the people around me who are aware that there's a vision. And then they make everything they do. They give attention to a lot of things in their lives. And they give little or less attention to the vision. I start separating myself. Why? Because the moment people give less attention to the most important thing. And they give more attention to the less important thing. They are soon to become distraction to the vision. Soon to become a distraction to the vision. When people, that is, that is me. That is me. That is me. Because you have come into my life, you know there is a vision. But you give attention to other things that will not glorify God in your life. And will not even glorify or bless your life. So much so like the vision of God. Anytime I start seeing people like that. That they are giving attention to perishable things of life. They are giving attention to things that can easily be taken away or destroyed in their lives. Rather than giving most attention to the vision of God. I start separating myself. Why? Because you are not serious. It can be anybody, even my wife. I will separate myself gradually. Jesus said, if your left hand is troubling you or your left eye is troubling you, take it out rather than go to hell with your full sinful body like that so whatever starts taking away some part of god in your life you need to separate yourself from it these are the same people Who don't give much attention to God's will over their lives. These are the same people who don't have time to train their spirits for the purposes of God. For example, if you have a spiritual gift. Every child of God, you have a spiritual gift. If you have a spiritual gift and you don't... Have time to grow yourself in the spiritual gift. What do you think happens between you and God? God, it it you start giving God the 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 white the green flag or whatever flag the red flag to to move a bit from you because you're not serious. If you have the gift of singing. but you don't rehearse. You do a lot of things, you give attention to a lot of things around you in your life, but you don't rehearse. You don't, you don't do what will bless, will make your gift functionally fruitful. What do you think happens? what what answers do you think you'll get from god when you pray because god has given you a spiritual gift it is also his vision for you it is his calling. he has given you a spiritual gift but your relationship you give more time to your your relationship your boyfriend your girlfriend your wife your husband And then you give little time to the gift of God over your life. Listen, that's your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your husband or your wife can die. You see, these things are perishable. So if the person dies or the person decides, I I don't want to continue this relationship anymore or this marriage anymore. What You have wasted how many years of your life? But you see, you give little time, little attention to the gift of God over your life. You are the same person who who, who go and pray and say, why did this happen? But I, I, I was asking God to bless my relationship every day. So what happened? You did the wrong thing. Don't expect God to just get up and bless your relationship because you asked him. No. You put God second or third. And you want him to to bless you and make miracles? Come on somebody. That is not how God is. That is not how God is. You make God number two, number three. Your relationship, your job is like your whole world. Of course these things are important. But if you, you, you magnify them. More than God's vision, God's calling, God's gift over your life, God's word, God's presence over your life. You magnify your relationships. You magnify your work. You magnify your, your family above the presence of God above the will of God above the glory of God above the gift of God and then you go back to God and say bless my children oh God bless my wife oh God bless my boyfriend oh God bless my husband oh God my relationship oh God make it a blessing let this guy let, it, let him marry me and but you never even have time to pray to God and say God help me magnify the gift you have given me help me glorify you in the things that you've called me into help me make a blessing a glory of your name to the nations you don't pray these prayers but your prayers are more about yourself the things that you want to to, to make you happy and then God is like number two number three do you think he's going to work out he's not going to really bless you as you want him to bless you at the end of the day that thing you are cherishing so much will leave you and then you come back to this same God with your shameful face That is why I'm telling you I With my little years I've worked with God I have developed this character Okay And the character is that Those Who are in my life Because if I am in your life I think more about what God has called you to do. I think more about that. And I believe that I'm in your life in my life because of one vision of God concerning His will, His agenda, the gospel. Am I making sense? Let's take this song and I will come back. Glory to God. Thank you for sticking and
3: staying. to a corner a corner a brother a Yes, you can. I cry.
4: Savera
1: hey. yeah.
3: I am not afraid. É ama
1: é mo pa lu ka pa- bi maninuwae
3: oja
1: song na Hallelujah. I just <laughs> I just love the song, and I just wish I could play it and play it and play it and play it. And play it. Glory to God. So as I was I was talking to you about, you know, before we played the song, still on the character of God. If you really walk with God, you will develop one or two things as principles in your life. So, like I said before, the people in my life that pay more attention to things that can easily go away in their lives rather than the vision of God. It's hard for me to flow with them. And number two, those who don't want to fight with you, but they want you to fight for them. I can't flow because I see the same thing with God. You see, I see the same thing with God. Listen to this old. Romans chapter 8. Verse 16 and verse 17 The Spirit itself Which will be the Spirit himself Bears witness with our spirit That we are children of God So the Holy Spirit is a witness To the fact that we are children of God And Now listen to this please 17 And if children then heirs Heirs of God And joint heirs with Christ if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. So the glory ahead of us, the glory for the children of God, for you to be able to say, oh, I am a child of God, for you to be able to say, oh, I, 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 I am joint heirs with Jesus. I am joint heirs with Jesus Christ. For you to say that, there is a qualifying criteria. Something must qualify you to say that. And that qualifying criteria is that if we suffer with him. So even God, even God, even God, even Jesus, whoever you want to call, is saying that me, I will glorify those who suffer with me. This is God talking, oh you know? it has to be those who fight with me, like I am fighting, and you are helping me fight. Are you hearing me? He says, These people will be glorified also. 2 Timothy chapter 2 Verse 11 And and through to 13 2 Timothy 2 11 to 13 It is a faithful saying For if we be dead with him We shall also be alive with him We shall also live with him 12 If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. 13 says, If we believe not, yet he abided faithful, he cannot deny himself. Yeah. You see, God will not... (coughs) Sorry. God will not deny himself. God will not deny himself. But the Bible says if we suffer with him we will reign with him. This is this is serious. If we suffer with him with Jesus, we will reign with Jesus. After the dying for us and all that, you know, there are still conditions. If we suffer with him, we will reign with him. And that is why I'm telling you, these things, when you walk with God and the word of God is in your heart, you develop this character, these principles for yourself. Those who are in your life and they are not in your life because they agree with God's calling over your life and they are willing to fight with you. But they are rather in your life to milk you, to drink what you have and leave you how wonderful if a whole jesus if we don't suffer with him we cannot be glorified with him if we don't suffer with him we cannot reign with him then it means we are supposed to pick these lessons and apply them in our lives and that is when you start becoming very very conscious Of the people you accept in your life and the people you open your heart to. Why do you think a lot of Christians are praying to God up and down, day in and day out? And it's like they don't even feel the presence of God in their lives. It's because they are not the suffering with God type. Like the women of today, most of them, the young girls of of this generation, those who were born in the 1990s and the 2000s, this is their character. They will not marry a man who is trying to to make it in the future. They will marry the one who has everything already. But let me tell you, if you are looking for a man who already has his job, he has his car, he has his money, and you are waiting for that man to marry you, Let me tell you, he will not need you in a marriage. Because before he married you, he had everything. All you are going to give him are maybe babies and sex, which he can get from any other woman. But if you marry a man that you you struggle with him together, and then you push everything together, you do together, he values you because you came into his life and then you made it better with him. You, you are struggling with him you are you are fighting with him for the future. this man will adore you in his in his heart he might not even tell you but in his heart you are the most you are his queen, you are his everything. but rather they are praying for the man that already have everything. he's not going to do anything with you. you. you don't have value in his life. That is why God gives you and I a chance. To suffer with him so that we will have value in the kingdom of God. The main reason why he's saying that if we don't suffer with him, we cannot reign with him. If we don't suffer with him, we cannot be glorified with him. It's because when you suffer with him, you make yourself of value, of significance in his kingdom. So that is just what I'm talk- talking about. That the same thing. If you are in my life and you are not fighting together with me. You understand? Because I am ready to fight with you. Your enemies become my enemies. Your your friends are my friends. That is the same thing with God. We are talking about the character of God. And I am trying to make it more clear by using myself as as an example. You see. Your enemies become my enemies. Your friends become my friends. And if I see there is a friend in your life who has a potential of being your enemy, I will let you know. And that person outright becomes my enemy because I am ready to fight with you for the cause of God. God to be relevant and manifested in your life. I am ready to fight with you. You see, Jesus is ready for us. Oh, Jesus is ready. Like God is ready to also fight for us. God is ready to do everything for us. But if we don't show our value in his kingdom by suffering for him, you will pray 100 years. 100 years. Man! <laughs> that is why i will start withdrawing myself from people who are always in in your in my life just to take what i can give just to eat what i can provide let me give you that example just to give them the comfort i can give them and that is why they are in my life look mark those people they are in your life because they can they are they are just there because of what you can provide, and once that thing is done, and they are satisfied, you. they don't know you anymore. Look, Jesus didn't have friends except the disciples, and that is my life. So, you see, that is my life. So I tell you, that's why I I don't struggle. For example, to hear God speak to me, I don't struggle to 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 be to have the presence of God come over me. Why? Because. I am suffering with him. (laughs) Are you hearing me? I am suffering with him. I am in the ministry. I am in this calling that is not easy. I am suffering with him. And so we, we we are in it together. Jesus looked at his disciples and told the disciples, From today, I call you friends. From today. I don't call you servants anymore. I don't call you slaves. I call you friends. Jesus did not have friends. His friends were the disciples. And that is my character. My friends are those who are ready to fight in this vision of God, in the calling of God, in the gift of God, in everything of God, to fight together. You see, I fight with you so that you can excel in your calling in your gift, in your everything, and I expect you to fight with me. We are fighting together hand in hand for the cause of the glory of God, not just for any other thing. These are my friends. Jesus said that those who do the will of my father, they are my, they are my father, my mother, my brother, my sister. Why? They do the will of God for my father. And anybody who is into doing the will of God, you are into fighting, suffering with God. So there are so many things that you, you find yourself hard in prayer, and in getting the answers because you are not suffering with god and how 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 do you prove yourself as fighting with uh, struggling with god because you don't see god to struggle with him you are not seeing jesus to struggle with him so how do you do it how do you how do you suffer with him in the things that he has called you to do and in the things that and in the associations that he has brought you concerning his agenda if you struggle in it, if you fight in it, if you suffer in it, if you are suffering because not because uh, you don't have money, if you are suffering not because you are looking for something that's not happening, you are suffering because of the of the of the cross of Christ. If you are suffering, it's called as called persecution. If you are suffering to 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 make something God has called you good, you are suffering with Him. So if I am in your life and I am fighting with you, I'm suffering, I'm, I'm part of your suffering, I'm part of your, you know, the people who are supporting you, you know, in the things God has called you and I'm giving you, I'm giving you my suggestions and I'm praying for you and I'm encouraging you and I am doing this thing with you, it means I am suffering with Christ with you because I don't see Christ but I see you so whenever whatever i pray for or whenever i need i need the presence of god or i need the voice of god to speak i will not suffer for him for me to hear him i will not suffer for 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 the presence of god to come upon me why because i am in the thing together with him because i'm with you so you have church members they give more attention to their relationships Rather than the vision of God. Rather than even the gift God has given them. I I become careful. I become very careful around them. Because you don't give God value. So what am I doing with you? there are people in the church or in your life they they don't even remember themselves something called spiritual gift in their lives they will give the attention to their friends attention to their jobs attention to relationships but the most important thing the key of of value in their lives which is struggling to make good the agenda of god for your life they don't have time for it but you are praying to god so i, I asked myself then why are you praying because if god is not number one in your life he's number two number three somewhere somewhere around there he's he's not even on the field playing with you he's even on the bench seat he's on the bench waiting for substitution you're wasting time man and then can cry. Oh, you cry, ransom cry, Because you have placed God number something in your life. It's not. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Let me let me shock you with this scripture. John chapter five, verse 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 nineteen. John 5 19.
3: I tried in other than Passer was, was so, yes, who come.
1: Chapter 5 verse 19 He says then answered Jesus and said unto them Verily, verily I say unto you The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do, for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. <laughs> did you did you catch it? Let me read the Passion Translation. I speak to you eternal truth. The son is unable to do anything from himself or through his own initiative. I only do the works that I see the father doing for the son does the same works as his father. You are saying that you are a child of God. You are saying that you are a son, a daughter of God. So far, since you became a christian what have you seen god do that you are also doing because if i say i'm your child and i don't do what I'm, i'm supposed to do i don't do the things that i see you do how will you feel if i come and ask you for things are you going to be happy to give them to me? The, the thing is that me that I'm asking, Grandma, in faith is not there because I know I have not been a good child. I first of all need repentance and change of mind so that I can restore or reconcile our relationship as father and child. And Jesus says here, The son is unable to do anything from from himself or through his own initiative. I only do the the works that I see the father doing for the son does the same works as his father. You see, this is what we we, we call by suffering together. suffering together so there are people in the church they oppose almost everything that is coming from the puppet or the man of god the man of god says do this and they want to do a different thing they now listen the most dangerous people in your life the most dangerous people in your life are those who don't give respect to your instructions or to your suggestions. They are very dangerous. Especially when it has to do with Christian life. Especially. You 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 say this to your friend, can we do this? It, it will give glory to God. It will help our Christian life. And then they, they have a different thing. Let's put this one here. Let's do this for, 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 for the church, for God, for this. And then it's a different agenda. Be very careful with them. Be very careful with them. Be very careful with them. Because they don't give enough relevance to spirituality. You understand? And, and fellowship of suffering. And the most, the most painful thing is when even God has said something to you to tell those around you to do and they give little attention to it. What do you go back to tell God? Are you, are you hearing me? So he says that I, I only do the works that I see my father doing. For the son does the same thing, the same works as the father. So I'm asking you, since you became a Christian, what have you seen God do that you are doing? You see, the most easiest way, the most easiest and the most simplest form is that if you are in a church, what is your pastor preaching and are you doing the preaching? What initiative, what move, what step do you see the pastor taking and you are taking the same steps to glorify God and to Improve maturity and growth as a spiritual person. Because your, your pastor can tell you, let's do this, it's, it's going to help. Let's do this. The Bible says this, let's do this, and then you are going on a different level. I me, mean, I don't think this one is, I don't think that such people are very dangerous, and me, I pull myself away from you quick. Because God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. The same John chapter 5. Look at verse 30. My time is up. Verse 30. Like the Americans will say 30. He says, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because... I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. The Passion Translation says, Nothing I do is from my own initiative. As I hear the judgment passed by my Father, I execute those judgments. And my judgments will be perfect because I seek only to fulfill the desires of my Father. Who sent me? Is this your character? If it is, you are on a good path. If it is not, you have to repent. God bless you. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will lift you. And place you a place of understanding. And maturity and growth. A place where you understand that. It is about suffering with him. So that he can glorify you and reign with you. And in the name of Jesus. Let everything that is hard in your life. Be subdued by the presence of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We can still talk. My number is 860-709-0793. 860-709-0793. God bless you. Catch you tomorrow 6 a.m. till 8 a.m. And we pray. And then it gets great, great and great and great and great. God bless you. Um, If you don't hear my voice again, PJ, I'm out of here. Thank you, and I love you.
0: Sometimes I get the feeling I shouldn't feel this way Inside, all tangled up without any reason this heart that's in my chase. Don't match up, what's in my head I'm scared, I'm trying to do this without you You're the God that calms my fear You're the God that draws me near You're the God of always
2: And I know, I know you're there for me always I know you care for me always Forever my remedy and my strength every day Me when I pray
0: my, remedy and my Every day, yeah, kind of Constant in all of your ways Yeah, I can't explain it Perfect, all of creation Heaven proclaims it This heart that's in my chest Don't match up what's in my head I don't wanna do this without you You're the God that calms my fear You're the God that draws me near You're the God of always And I know I know you're
2: there for me, always I know you care for me, always Forever my